Hey folks, what are going to happen on July 24th in baseball history? We got Pine Tower in the news. Wilhelm breaks Cy Young's record. And Tris Speaker, a 20-game hitting streak for a third time. All that and more on Baseball History Day. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never... This is Tom. I'm a baseball nostalgia enthusiast. And I just want to welcome you to Baseball History Daily for July 24th. And just a quick reminder about yesterday's show. Uh, you know, the big thing I'm on yesterday was Jackie Robinson's Hall of Fame speech. It's worth uh, catching and uh, just the grace and honor that man had. Uh, just, a, just an amazing human being. So definitely worth checking out. You know, just a quick plug... Before I get rolling with the show here, if you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things follow, subscribe this podcast, and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends, uh, let them know about us, or jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com, join our email list, community, and our family of baseball podcasts. Uh, we always like to say every piece of history starts with the birthday. And of the hundreds of players born today, I have a special birthday call out to probably not one of the most favorite players in baseball history right now, but Barry Bonds. He was born on July 24th, 1964 in Riverside, California. Uh, sports writers snubbed him in favor of Ken Griffey Jr. as the player of the 90s, but, but that had more to do with image than talent. Barry Lamar Bonds was the best player of the decade. And entering the new century, he was still the best player in the game. He blasted an unbelievable 73 home runs in 2001. And his combination of power and speed have been matched only by his godfather, Willie Mays. No player in the history of the game ever has touched 400 home runs and steals. Forget what he did at 500 plus steals and 500 plus home runs. He won several MVP awards, and he did eventually pass Hank Aaron to become the home run king. Unfortunately, he also became the face of um, performance enhancing drugs the last two years. He's still not in the Hall of Fame, which you know clouds the fact that his talent has been matched by very few. Today's debut, Wait Hoyt, he debuted on July 24th. 1918. He was the 4,717th major leaguer in history. He debuted against the St. Louis Browns. He pitched an inning and he struck out two. Uh, Hoyt was a mainstay on the pitching staff of the great Yankee teams in the 1920s. The right-hander right pitched for the Yankees from 21 to early 1930. He had a record of 157 and 98 in pinstripes. He was 23 and 7 in 1928 and also led the AO with eight saves. And in 27, he was 22 and 7 and he won 19 games in 21 and 22. And in 1927, he led the AL in wins, ERA, and winning percentage. Uh, he reached double figures in wins from 21 to 31 and in 1934, and he did spend, end up spending the last several years of his career um, in the National League. And in 1941, Hoyt actually moved to the broadcast booth. Uh, he was the voice of the Reds until his retirement in 1965. Uh, and he will be elected into the Hall of Fame by the Veterans Committee in 1969. And you can catch him on several radio calls on Vintage Baseball Reflections as well as into. Before Robin gets to today's baseball history highlights for July 24th, I've got some trivia for you. 
Who racked up more career assists from right field than anybody in Major League history? Who am I? Now, Robin, give us those highlights. On July 24, 1912, future Hall of Famer outfielder Tris Speaker starts a 20-game hitting streak, his third streak of at least 20 games that season. Speaker remains the only player to accomplish this feat. The son of Bobby Bonds and the godson of Willie Mays is born in Riverside, California on July 24, 1964. Barry will make his debut in 1986 with the Pittsburgh Pirates. In addition to setting numerous records, including the all-time Major League Baseball home run record with 762, Bonds would be recognized as the steroid era personified. On July 24, 1968, Hoyt Wilhelm of the Chicago White Sox appears in the 907th game of his career, breaking Cy Young's record for most appearances. The Hall of Famer pitched a scoreless inning of relief and picked up a no decision in Chicago's one-zip loss to the Oakland A's. On July 24, 1975, the Kansas City Royals fired Jack McKeon as manager and replaced him with Whitey Herzog. Herzog would go on to lead the Royals to three consecutive Western Division titles. Jack McKeon would continue to manage in the bigs, most recently with the Florida Marlins in 2011. On July 24, 1983, the Kansas City Royals and the New York Yankees played the infamous Pine Tar game. With his team behind 4-3, George Brett hits a two-run homer in the ninth inning to give the Royals a 5-4 lead. Yankee manager Billy Martin noticed that Brett used excessive pine tar on the bat handle. At Martin's urging, umpire Tim McClellan, ruling that Brett's bat had excessive pine tar, called him out and mayhem ensued. American League President Lee McPhail will later reverse the decision saying that the umpire's call went against the spirit of the rule. The game will be resumed from that point on August 18th. Except shoes. MBO has everything. Now 25% off. Except shoes. All right, the goose is on. And he released Dale Murray, who did another excellent job while he was in there. Murray gave up only one hit, and that was the hit to UL Washington. Now, I had started to say when I saw Billy Martin make the motion for that to come on. That brings back some nightmares when George Brett, in 1980, the year the Royals beat the Yankees in the playoffs, right here at Yankee Stadium, it's a 95-mile-an-hour fastball thrown by the Gothic, 120 miles an hour into the upper deck here at Yankee Stadium. And the best fastball pitcher in baseball, and just about the best fastball hitter in baseball, George Brett, what a confrontation is set. The pitch is swinging a drive to deep left field. And curving foul. Holy cow. Where's Bill White? Bill White is in his car on the way home. And up, up here getting at you to, And nervous and cold. Long strike. Just set by Gossage. The pitch, deep to right field. Holy cow, I don't believe it. Home run for George Flint. I don't believe it. That lightning could strike twice. And Billy Martin now is coming out. He wants to take a look at that bat. Well, that's a little late. I don't believe it. I told you I had nightmares about this thing. 
see the bat. Oh, no, you can't. You're not on TV. Above the trademark. And Billy Martin might have a valid point here. That's the only way the Yankees can get out of this scrape. can't believe it. Fred hit that ball nine miles. Billy pointing to the bat. Now, Thurman Munson had gotten a base hit out in Minnesota, and the manager of the Twins at that time asked the umpire to look at the bat, and they called Thurman Munson out, and Martin has a very valid argument here, and if he wins this, there will be chaos. Look at George Brett. He's getting congratulated, but there's a big huddle out there, and the umpires are going to talk, or they got to get a calibrating machine out here to uh, calibrate this thing and see, see just how high the pine tar is. And there is a definite rule in the rule book that you cannot have it above a certain distance. Oh, what a huddle out there. This really... Billy Martin standing with his arms folded out there. Boy, he was quickly off that bench. Oh, look who has returned. He made a huge turn on the bridge. Bill White is back. And they are about to make a decision, and this could be a momentous decision. I can't tell by the way they're walking as to who's going to win this argument. Well, they're going to try to to uh, use the 17 inches of the bat uh, to uh, the plate to measure the bat. But they should measure from the far end of the plate. Well, uh, first of all, I don't see anything wrong with having pines off as uh, far as you want on that bat. Phil White, you're right, except for the fact that you remember this. Oh, I can't believe that. I, I can't believe that. They did that for Simon Munson. I can't. Brett is upset, I, don't, I can't believe that, Phil. Well, now, wait a minute, Phil. They did it on Simon Munson in Minnesota. It was not as dramatic. I said the same thing then. I couldn't believe that uh, they could call Thurman out. Well, I, can't, I can't believe they'd call Brett out here. Well, I tell you, there's a rule, a definite rule in the rule book that the fine star can only be a certain height. And now they're trying to get rid of the bat. And Gaylord Perry was out there. Was the, he's going to get fined. He was in a tug of war with the umpire. Dick Hauser is furious. They're holding George Brett out there. Three men well, the game's over. That's right. He is called out, and the Yankees win the game four to three. But it's one of the most unbelievable innings I have ever seen. That was July twenty fourth. This day in baseball. Robin, thanks for those highlights as usual. I just uh, that George Brett one gets me every time. I hope you enjoy the audio that we threw in there for George Brett. So, kind of getting to that question about the outfield assists, um, bad news for you guys who think it's Roberto Clemente, he's actually second on the list. Um, and this player in question leads the Boston Red Sox franchise in career triples and stolen bases. Who am I? Our extensive collection of radio broadcasts captures the game's most iconic moments. They are retold to you by those who lived it. These broadcasts narrate more than just a game. They paint a vivid picture of the era and the legends that shaped it. Have a quick listen. Good afternoon, baseball fans everywhere. This is Mel Allen, 
from Braves Field in Boston, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park. Good afternoon, baseball fans everywhere. This is Mel Allen from Municipal Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. And hi, everyone. This is Jerry Duggan along with Vince Scully and Al Helfer. Inviting you to stay with us now as we get set to have a big ball game to the friendly confines of Ebbets Field. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Al Helfer with Art Gleason from Sunny Shy Park in the city of Philadelphia. You to another baseball broadcast. Excited to start listening to some of these games? Just come on over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com and join us today. Today's trivia that you've been waiting for. I already said that uh, Clemente is second on the list. Um, he has 255 career assists. And this player in question um, has 333 career assists, which is tops in right field. And he's sixth career among all outfielders. Uh, he hit 130 triples and stole exactly 300 bases for the Red Sox, even though he only played for them for 12 of his 17-year career. Who am I talking about? We're talking about Hall of Famer Harry Hooper. And I bet a lot of you threw out Tris Speaker, Dwight Evans, Jim Rice, and Mookie Betts, but it's not, it's not the case. It's Harry Hooper. In tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about Lefty Grove. We're going to talk about Bob Levin replacing Billy Martin. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Hall of Fame inductions. Uh, tomorrow's Hall of Fame day. we got Casey Stingle, uh, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, Gabby Hartnett, Ted Lyons, just to name a few. And of course, we haven't mentioned this guy much, but old Hoss Radburn pitches a no-hitter. So all that and more on tomorrow's show. As we wrap up today's show, thank you to Horsehide Trivia. Uh, they have a nearly daily email uh, for baseball trivia that you may enjoy. You can check that out at horsehidetrivia.com. Robin, for today's highlights, uh, you can find her uh, for voiceover work at robinsays.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things. Follow, subscribe this podcast and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends, uh, let them know about us, or jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com, join our email list, community, and our family of baseball podcasts.